Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Functional mathematics, Discoculia, how do you know if you or your child have it? The case for musical dyslexia. Therapy for special needs from five months, and you do not outgrow this cochlea. This is our podcast for week 12 of 2021, and we welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of this cochlea services, to help us review the links of this week. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Good to see you. Good to see you. Now, we have great links uh, as usual, but we need your expertise to uh, understand what it all means for us. Um, And we want to go over that with you. The first one is about functional math. What is that and what can we learn? Well, obviously, it is about what you how you define it. This is um, a research article from Dr. Jiwan Yoti, and I said correctly, a postdoc uh, fellow at uh, Himachal Pradesh uh, University in India. Okay. And he looks at uh, functional math uh, skills um, as far as uh, knowing about time, reading a clock, knowing about how long things uh, take, etc and about money, which are both uh, clearly uh, functional uh, skills that you need uh, in everyday uh, life. Okay. Um, And um, in this piece of research, actually, they looked at an intervention with uh, dyscalculic students focusing on these functional math skills. Okay. And, um, it's like life skills, actually. Absolutely. But life focused skills on math. focused on math. Okay. And they found that the intervention indeed significantly improved their scores and capabilities. Uh, so being able to care for themselves, live independently in the community, make choices about their lives, just being more independent. And um, the intervention significantly improved that. And... Um, what they uh, noticed was that in particularly was helpful was a multimedia approach and also a digital uh, intervention. Now I have to say in this case, and if you read the uh, link on the website, it it looks a little bit confusing as if there is no difference. Now um, there were uh, several classes, but they selected only 12 children and although their score improved from 9.66 to 14.66 on those life skills abilities, which looks like a pretty um, significant uh, increase. increase. Um, It was based on the low number of only 12 participants, just it did not reach uh, statistical significance. Oh, It was close, but just not. And they... um, uh, correctly, then mentioned that there was no significant no, difference. Right, right, right. But had they had two additional children participate, it would have been maybe. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Um, okay, it's a technical, not significant. So let's put it that way. Technically not significant. Oh, okay. Well, you you just need a, a large enough group, right. and um, 
you need to do a um, calculation before you start yes. how many um, people you need to your people sample. you need in, right. in your sample. But you know there might be all kind of constraints and, and uh, difficulties that it was not uh, possible to get more. Well, but, but maybe he will. It it's in India, it, right? It's in India. It's enough people there. There are enough people, <laughs> right, right, right. So maybe this is seen it's as a, a pilot, country. and maybe I wish that he can. Uh, I trust the PhD and, um, students that, that will come up with yeah, something. Yeah, come up with a larger study right. in the future. Okay. Well, um, our next link is about how you know if you or your child has dyscalculia. That's obviously always the issue. Right, right, right. How, how is it know? just a little bit bad at math or right, a few right. um, tests or quizzes that didn't go well for another reason? Well, the link here goes to an article in the India Times again um, with a nice list of symptoms per school group. So very nice and good for awareness. And they say that detection of dyscalculia as early as possible remains the, uh, the, the best way uh, to go forward. And we completely agree with that, obviously. Right. So it's uh, also for that reason that we ourselves have, have developed a new uh, website, discoculiascreener.org, where people can go and find all the tools and resources they need to screen for discoculia. Now, uh, you don't want to immediately embark on a very big, time-consuming and expensive assessment. So you can do that in steps so we have we have um, uh, four steps in our uh, process and uh, the first is a free dyscalculia screening checklist which is a little bit like what you see in the article that we referred to here now secondly our brand new and also free uh, dyscalculia screeners for uh, separate grades so we started kindergarten till grade five which we hope is uh, a large enough window that people actually um, discover if the child has dyscalculia so that we do not have to uh, diagnose kids after that like still happens right now right so and also these are the grades when most math troubles start so you would be able to pick it up at that moment then the third step would be our really low-cost online math and dyscalculia screening test, um, which is obviously more in-depth, takes an hour, uh, an hour and a half, and you get a uh, pretty extensive uh, report, several pages, four, five, six pages, uh, about the risk that this math uh, disability uh, might be uh, present and if that is so then you have more reason and you decide on, on better grounds to do a real uh, diagnostic assessment which we also do and luckily well there is a little silver lining of the of the COVID pandemic um, that we can now do all the testing online so okay. that, uh, takes away all the traveling cost and uh, traveling time. So let me get this right. So on the website discoculiascreener.org, without out to see if they have discoculia ranging from a couple of free tools to going online and actually having a real life assessment. Yes, absolutely. That's great. And That's we, just one place where people can go. Absolutely. absolutely. And we assess uh, children as, as young as kindergarten and 
Adults. Uh, it goes up to adults. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, wow. whatever is necessary. It's a so, wonderful tool. Yeah. Discoculiascreener.org. My dear listeners, go there, check it out, and see what you can learn. Now, let's move on with our next link. This is about musical dyslexia. What is that? I've been pondering that. Is that they cannot read music? Well, um, this is interesting. It's the NIS Mucus Music blog. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Hmm. Um, and uh, the the site, uh, what they oh, sorry, what they the title of this uh, blog is uh, musical dyslexia could explain musicians either um, like reading cheap mu music or um, learning the music by ear. And they actually say that. Uh, usually people fall into one group uh, that they prefer one method or the other okay um, so let's go back to dyslexia the the more known dyslexia that's trouble with reading and interpreting letter signs dyscalculia trouble with working with numbers and properly handling them do all those calculations so here uh, they um, go for the case for musical dyslexia where the learning disability would be that you cannot read and handle musical notations okay. so it's an interesting theory Very i'm sure there will be some phd candidates yeah. to bring <laughs> some research driving in there yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely and actually on on that uh, link they they have links to more information on, on uh, science and music. So very interesting. Okay. Well, the next link um, is about therapy for special needs from five months old. Is that useful? This? Five months old? Well, this is also... Change their diaper and then you check their, <laughs> their, their learning disabilities. <laughs> well, you can definitely see how, do, how those children react. This is from the Indian press. Uh, it's written by Ravi Kumar. And the case is well made that therapy for children with special needs can start as early as five months of age because brain development happens at a really fast pace during those first five years of life and you don't want to miss that uh, critical time. Uh -huh. So therefore, if doctors are able to identify the developmental symptoms early and can intervene at the early stage, then the chances of success will be absolutely uh, stellar. Now, um, early interventions for dyscalculia would be looking at how a child plays, um, doing play with the child, give and take, building blocks, uh, puzzles, etc. Um, and definitely not mentioning uh, numbers or writing numbers, obviously. And yes, I agree, early intervention is key. And yes, at five months, uh, it might sound easy, but you can start doing little games. And actually, uh, just recently in my uh, talk for the LDA, Learning Disabilities Association of America, I mentioned that the pre-math, the predicting math uh, signs are now much more uh, in the screening instruments that your uh, doctor, your pediatrician can use. So please ask for it. It does exist and you can uh, pick it up uh, before uh, the kids go to kindergarten. Right. Actually, 
uh, an ideal age would also be uh, three because then playing is more developed and there's also more material available to help them. Okay. Well, that brings us to our last link and it says you do not outgrow dyscalculia. Is that true? Is that something that, that eventually you get over? Well, uh, we would wish that that would be true. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's one of the biggest myths and uh, most persistent one uh, too. But we have heard this with the dyslexia. Uh, a lot of teachers said, oh yeah, he's going to outgrow it. And when he's uh, in middle school, uh, magically he's going to be able to read. Well, same goes for dyscalculia. If you don't outgrow it and when you wait with intervention, actually the problem gets much more complicated and the intervention is uh, more difficult and time consuming. Um, so uh, parents um, do like to think that uh, there is nothing wrong and that the child just may be a little bit playful uh, and that ketchup may be just uh, coming that it's around the corner and that they will grow out of it. But please don't uh, let yourself be fooled with this. Um, it's not the case and the best approach of the math troubles is a good assessment and subsequent intervention aimed at remediation. So even adults can still benefit from repeated practice with uh, basic math. Okay. It's, you're ne it's never too late to learn. And if they need help, they can go to your website, adultdiscoculia.org. Absolutely. Okay. Well, Dr. Schroeder, thank you for your insights. We hope to see you again next week. Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services, and she has uh, an, a course in the country. You can find all the information about that at discoculiatutortraining.org. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.